1: Good morning, Millennials. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. I am joined by the most beautiful, gorgeous, girly of all time. What is this glam that we're looking at?
0: Hello, Jacqueline. Happy Thursday, everyone. Yes, I look stunning. Um, I've been up since (laughs) the crack of dawn. Me and Ben, I literally just got home four seconds ago. We filmed an episode of The Good Dish on CBS and the episode airs next week. I'll make sure everyone knows when it airs. We were doing like spritz cocktails. It was really fun. And it was just really early. So that's why I'm in like full glam. You look so
1: beautiful. So since it was a spritz-related episode, did you drink that early in the morning? I did. I and
0: we were making like grapefruit tequila cocktails, and they were like really good. Um so I'm a little lit, I'm a little tired, I'm gorgeous as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think it's a pretty good way to start the Thursday. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, no, I can't believe it's Thursday. This is my second to last show. And that's a lot. That's a lot. Tier. I've been thinking about it. Tear. I know I'm really, even though with every day this week, like my battery, my human battery is literally like on zero mm-hmm. and I slept really poorly last night. It's as if I didn't sleep at all. So I'm just like running on fumes. Um, So even though I'm like ready to take the break, and I don't know how much more I can give. I am going to miss you guys dearly. Us? We're shy. Us? You. I really am. I mean, I love the toast so much. I mean, I guess tomorrow I'll say my farewells, even though it's literally one month I calm down. Um, yeah. But I just, I love doing the show, and I'm really going to miss it. And I'm excited for this next chapter, and this next chapter includes toast thoroughly. Of but it's just things are changing you know and it's been it's been a yeah, nice it's been a nice four years as they were oh, don't say that you no, do no, no, like make as a like as they were like we had four like like but then things change you know yeah
0: just they're not gonna change too much right
1: no 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 but like i'm changing you are changing you know you're not a girl not yet a woman we're all changing, so I'm just I'm excited for what this next yeah. chapter brings. And it's also crazy to think about the fact that aside from like a few months that I got off, like uh, around April, like I've really been um, in lockdown for two years. And yeah. I really look forward to emerging and having other things to talk about other than like being in my home, TV and piano and knitting and stuff. No, but like two years worth of podcasting every day with really no fucking life. Yeah, it's, no, a really. it's a marvel. It's a marvel. It's. That it is a marvel. So I'm excited to have a life again and to be able to share that with
0: you and do what we do. Well, let's not be sad, okay? Let's be happy. We've got a great show for everyone. We've got the Fast Five. We've got Real Housewives of Orange County recap. Um, So there's tons of content, and let's just not be sad. Who's sad? We're just remarking.
1: On the time that we're in, we are acknowledging the space that we're in, and isn't that what we always promise to do?
0: Yeah, but you're just like remarking and acknowledging on like something sad that like you're leaving for a month. So,
1: and well, you get a month off, you get to tour, you get to see all the toasters, you get to see this great country. Like,
0: what's it's bad? Time. No, nothing's bad. And reminder: tickets available at girlwithnojob.com/tour in case anyone had forgotten.
1: I actually needed to know something about your tour and I was like, how, I was like, I could text you or I could go to girlwithnojob.com slash tour and get the information that I need, which I did and it was
0: extremely helpful. Literally anytime someone's like, when is your LA show? I'm like, just give me one second, girlwithnojob.com. I use the, <laughs> my own website as my schedule. It's like my calendar.
1: Yeah, no, that's how I use it to keep track of you too. i I'm like, where would she be on this day?
0: People are like, like you want to plan a trip for the first week of April? I'm like, let me just go to girlwithnojob.com slash tour first.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Well... Also, I caught up on the Gilded Age. I think that you did too. Mm -hmm. So we could recap that at the end because it's really, it's really a beautifully done, nice show. Like the opening credits are stunning. Stunning. I will never be skipping that intro
0: ever. And the third episode really amped up some of the drama. Like it got crazy at the end.
1: Yeah. So I'm excited to recap that. It's really hard to watch week to week, but... You do what you do. And I mean, it would have been nice, like, back in the day, if we had watched Downton week to week, and we could have been a part of the Downton conversation. So it's it's cool to, you know, experience be a that Be part of something.
0: Way. To be a part of something, exactly. Um, so yeah, oh, today also my episode on Sophia's podcast dropped. Sophia with an F. She was on the toast yesterday. The reception was so positive. I'm so glad. And then I did her podcast, um, which airs today. So check that out.
1: I started listening to it this morning while I was getting ready, but I haven't gotten to your segment yet. I was, um, I started from the top, and so I'm really excited about that. It was so far so good, and I'm excited to hear what you ladies chat about.
0: I don't even remember that was like that day was such a blur. So maybe I need to listen to it again, also, to remind myself of how funny and charismatic I was.
1: According to this description, you talk about say yes to the dress. Oh, I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. I'll never stop laughing at say yes to the dress content. I'm so glad like someone's enjoying
0: it. My trauma. I mean, everyone's enjoying it. It was just on, it just aired the other day. Yeah, it just re-aired, which like, is really a trigger point for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we I'm, all enjoy it. I'm glad that everyone can, you know, laugh at me.
1: Yeah, laugh at your pain. Yeah, pretty much. For sure.
0: <laughs> pretty much.
1: Um, okay, well, we could jump right in if you have nothing else that you want to share with the class on this beautiful Thursday. No, I just want to launch else. right in. Yeah, I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. Yeah, we have some some good stories. So I think without further ado, 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 it is time for the fast five stories that you need to
0: know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast and today's episode is brought to you by the pill club do you need to renew your birth control prescription switch your birth control maybe try it for the first time whether you know the brand you want or you want help finding the best option the pill club medical team has your back the pill club offers birth control subscriptions prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door for free they offer over 120 fda approved brands and they ship to all 50 states most most brands of birth control are free with insurance or medicaid otherwise the prices start as low as seven dollars a month without insurance the pill club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging along with fun self-care gifts and goodies and right now when you go to the pillclub.com toast the pill club is offering a ten dollar donation to bedsider.org for every morning toast listener who becomes a patient Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash toast to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, that's thepillclub.com slash toast, and you must use that link to make the donation go through. And today's episode is also brought to you by Manscaped. Roses are red, violets are blue. We love to shave balls. How about you? Valentine's Day is coming, and we know the gift to give the special someone for any and all occasions. This Valentine's Day, it's time to give him a gift that 4 million men worldwide trust from Manscaped, who are the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. And, of course, we've got a special offer. When you go to manscaped.com and use code TOAST, you can get 20% off and free shipping. So we've got tons of Manscaped products in our house. Ben loves them. Um, We have the Performance Package 4.0. It's really the gift that every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. The product he's going to love in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. It's like their electric trimmer, and it's designed to trim the hair on loose skin, if you know what I mean. And their advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on his delicate areas, like his balls. It even has a 4000K LED light, so he can shave anywhere your heart desires. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower, and the sink. It's really kind of everything of the sort. They have tons of other products too, like really great travel cases and different types of serums. Um, and also they have boxer briefs. So everything Manscaped makes is just like perfect for the man in your life. It's a really cute gift for Valentine's Day. And if you go to manscaped.com, our exclusive offer of 20% off and free shipping is with the code TOAST. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. Gift his Cupid an arrow from Manscaped this Valentine's Day. His balls will thank you. Manscaped.com, code TOAST. That's the perfect Valentine's
1: Day gift. Look no further. is call off the search. It's Manscaped. Yeah. It's over. Okay, our first story, some big news. Kim Kardashian is on the cover of Vogue this month, which is always a huge deal, especially I feel like we all feel how big of a deal it is for her, even though it's happened now a number of times. It's just always very exciting. She says, I've chosen myself, and now she's taking us inside her new world. The photos are stunning. I'm sure everyone saw the photos of the kids styled by North being the cutest fucking campers. And the interview, um, there's some, you know, highlights that people are sharing. She's talking about her 40s. She said, quote, my 40s are about being team me. I'm going to eat well. I'm going to work out. I'm going to have more fun, spend more time with my kids and the people who make me happy. And I feel like that's exactly what we're seeing from Kim um, in the last year and going forward. And
0: other than that, I mean, the interview was like a little boring there wasn't like any bombshell <laughs> she didn't even acknowledge like Pete but it was just kind of it's it's really just like a benchmark of where she is in her life right now like first of all the pictures were stunning she looked gorgeous and I love that she had the kids in them the little anecdote that it was styled by north was one of the cutest things of all time the pictures of the kids are so sick her kids are gorgeous like really stunning and yeah while the interview definitely was like lackluster it, I feel like it's really evident of where she is in her life right now like we've been seeing her and like What she described for, like, the season that she's in in her life in this article is exactly how I I perceive it. Like, she's so authentic. She really is just, like, putting herself first for the first time in so long. I feel like it was always, like, Kanye and the kids and her family and just, like, her career. And now it's, like, she just wants to enjoy being a mom, being a businesswoman, like, being a queen. And I I feel that radiating from her aura.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I just want to say, like, the interview with Zach Lester, like, not uh, for any fault of Kim's, just, like, I – From the interviewer's point of view, like sharing with us like anecdotes and like, you know, the way that these um, centerfold stories are often written. It's like just so cliche sometimes like seeing her in her natural habitat like you would never guess Mm -hmm. this is the most famous woman in the world. It's like how many fucking times are we going to read that about a person, especially right? it's it's almost like celebrities are people. Too. yeah no and that's always like where they go with it and not that I was like expecting like a blockbuster article but I, again like really no new information from the Kardashian front for the stands maybe for people who are like regular people who don't you know live up Kim's butt but mm-hmm. for those of us who do it's like we know all of these things that Kim is like the nicest person that she's so sweet on time hardworking like, so, yeah
0: like we've we've been known We've been known 100%. Those of us who permanently reside up her, took us. Um, <laughs> Courtney was quoted in the article quite a bit. It was cute. I mean, I I love to see Kim on the cover of Vogue. I think her journey with Vogue has been so interesting. Like, her first Vogue cover, which was, like, widely criticized, was her and Kanye. I don't know who did her makeup, but they should be fired immediately. Like, there was so much. And there was a whole episode on it, remember, in the Kardashians? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And now this is just, like, her, I don't know how many times, but it's been many. And I'm just so proud of her. Like, I just love her.
1: Yeah, I think every time that she gets the cover of U.S. Vogue, it's an achievement. And I also don't think there is a higher honor in the fashion world.
0: So we'll just keep doing it. Right, no, and I think just from, like, a market, like, I know there's, you know, really, like, snobbish people in fashion who are like, Kim on the cover of Vogue. Oh, my God god clutching their pearls um but from a marketing perspective like homegirl is selling way more copies than anyone else and there's a reason she's the most famous person in the world so i love it love it
1: happy for her like you know how happy this makes her and that makes the fans really happy so um we always love to get kim content and we got fam stuff too so
0: it's all good and she's wearing skims which is just so great for her billion dollar brand but Billions. when you think about like Billions. When you think about, um, Kim always talks about, you know, when she went to the Gala for the first time, she was Kanye's plus one. Like, she, like, was a, a guest and she, like, was not welcome, really. And Kanye was really the one who, like, introduced her to the fashion world. And now she, like, literally runs it. It's just crazy.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Well, speaking of Kanye, that's a great segue into our next story because um – Kanye and Julia Fox are rumored to be in an open relationship, and also Julia Fox was on Call Her Daddy this week. I hadn't had a chance to watch it until yesterday, and I have so many thoughts and assessments on, on this girl who I really like did not know. First of all, I'm cracking up because when she first came on the scene, we were like, this would be like if Snitch started dating Kanye, like this like, toasty girl. Right. No. No, no, her. no. No, that's not it. That's not who she is. She is not, I mean, I, I had no preconceived notions of her, but if I had to describe her, first of all, I think she looks a lot like um, Michelle Trachtenberg. And yes. given that, she is the real-life version of Georgina from Gossip Girl. Like, her okay. her upbringing, like, she's born and bred in New York, like, started going to clubs at 14, like, committing crimes, doing drugs, all of these things. Like, she is Georgina. Like, I couldn't make it. I couldn't separate the two, mm-hmm. and she has just lived, like, this extremely intense, extreme artistic life, and I feel like what she's doing now with Kanye is, like, the role she was born to play. I don't know how Kanye found, like, how these two found each other, because they're so well matched in the sense of what they're trying to do, and I know that, like, they're in a relationship, but, like, I really... and. She was asked, like, "What do you think about people who say that like, this relationship is fake?" And she said, "You know, time will tell." Which but is do also people. Like, do people think the relationship is fake? I don't. I, I haven't heard. I that. don't. I don't think that they're like in love or falling in love. No, me neither. But I don't think this is like a staged relationship. I think this is like performance art, based on like everything that she was saying. Like, I think for. For Kanye, like, he loves having, like, a muse. She's so, like, interesting to look at, and she's so fashion, and she's been fashion, and she's been art, and that's her, like, career trajectory, and she's an actress. So she's just, like, playing this role. Mm -hmm. And I think that works really well for Kanye because he gets to, like, flex his fashion muscles, and he loves doing that. He did it with Kim, and Mm -hmm. he did it with Amber Rose. And I think for her, like, being in this sort of, like, almost it's almost like an improv thing. You know is exactly It's role playing It's role playing And that's like a lot of what she did uh, Before she was an actress Like she was a dominatrix which she was explaining Was how mm-hmm. like she got her start in acting Because you're really just like Putting on a, a persona a So I think like Being Kanye's muse And like stepping out The way that they are Is everything that like She's done in her life Put together as well So like the acting The fashion The art The intensity Like I don't see these two and I don't even think for one second the way she was talking about him there was didn't sound like butterflies in the air or anything just like this is an extremely cool experience Uh they do call each other boyfriend and girlfriend but I just think they're like they're in a business together I know what you mean it's like
0: a really mutually beneficial relationship
1: yeah And I think they both think it's so cool. They think the other is so cool. They have a lot of respect for the other person. And I'm sure that they do, like, hang out one-on-one and have a nice time. But I don't think that they're, like, head over heels in love Mm -hmm. or anything like that. And she, she didn't say that they were. She didn't say that they weren't. But that's the vibe I'm getting, that this is, like, you know, live performance art. And what did she have to say about Kim? So she... She talked a bit about, like, how she wasn't going to, like, you know, disrespect, like, a 10-year relationship by, like, commenting on this or that. But she also talked about how a lot of people, like, compare her and Kim because they've worn a lot of the same things. But, like, even when Julia was wearing those things, like, she knew Kim had worn them because, like, Kim is an icon. But she was mostly coming from, like, the place of, like, Kim wears a lot of Balenciaga. Like, I wear a lot of Balenciaga. But that's, like, both of us being influenced by Kanye.
0: Okay. I don't think people really compare her and Kim.
1: I don't think so either, but I don't know if what I read. Like I don't, I, I don't think I'm reading what everyone
0: else is reading. Yeah, because <laughs> Do you know what I mean. I haven't heard that this is like a, a fake relationship, or, and I don't think that anyone is really comparing her and Kim. I think people are very intrigued by this relationship because it's so fast, it's so public, it's so weird. He's like posting on Instagram, I want my family back, and then he's has a girlfriend. Like he's spotted out with other women. It's bizarre. So I think people are intrigued, but I don't think people are like you know. Who's better, Kim or Julia? Like, it's not a competition.
1: No, I don't think it's, it, they're the same at all. And so I wasn't even so curious about how she feels about Kim. And plus, we've heard from, on her podcast, like, she is a Kardashian fan. And I don't think she would say anything that's going to get her in like, trouble. tripped up or in trouble. She doesn't, like, want to be that person. And considering, like, her and Kanye, it doesn't feel like, you know, artists great big love. It's not like she's needing to be like, well, he's not
0: with Kim anymore and he's with me. Right. Well, you know what? Like this is a, cr- this is like a once in a lifetime thing to happen to some girl, you know, like Kanye is that guy. Like he can make anyone into anything and he's, you know, has these muses and those muses go on to do amazing things. So I'm just glad it sounds like she's just like here for the ride, for the journey. She like knows how crazy it is. But like she's living for it. Yes.
1: And this was the role she was born to play like everything in her life leading up to now is like all encompasses what she's doing with kanye like being this like out and about girl taking fashion risks like she's not she's just on Not shy she's not yeah no and she was even talking about how like she now people like think she's in all these spaces and like uh with all these famous people and and that she is just very much like, I've earned my spot here. Like, even when they were hanging out with Madonna, she was like, I invited, I set up that dinner and I invited Kanye. Got it. You know, she's not like a rando. Right, like straggler. But she is like a very like niche art fashion girly. Yes. And that's exactly what Kanye loves. So, so also, weird. She, it's so the whole thing is so weird. But she said, told this really funny anecdote that you m- remember when she was wearing the eyeshadow mm-hmm. that everyone was like making fun of. Well, she said like there was one time where Kanye wanted to put like a line across her nose to make it look like sunglasses, sunglasses. Yeah. and she was like, "No, that's like a, a that's a step too far. I, I don't want that." But I was thinking about it, and I was like, "That would actually be so cool." Well,
0: then it would like make sense, like yeah, what they're like, trying to do, like.
1: Sunglasses that like, I, I make, up. and also if they did the line like going out mm-hmm. all the way, like I just thought that was a cool idea. And sometimes you, that's why you gotta let Kanye do his thing, Hunter. And she said that she was like, "I should have let him do it."
0: Oh, okay, okay. We yeah. we respect a queen who knows when she's wrong.
1: Yeah, I just thought that was funny. Maybe I'll try it.
0: I just think this is like <laughs> the craziest social experiment.
1: It is, and I just I don't know how long it lasts for. Neither does she. Right.
0: Where but... do we go from here, Jax? Where do we go? I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy time for well, the, the devolution of Kimye, and then like when the Pete of all at all. It's just like it's a wild time. It's a lot for me. Do let me know.
0: Do let me know if you want me to come over and help you with your sunglasses made out of eyeshadow because I would be willing to help.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll do it
0: for a Patreon when you do my makeup. If you ever do my oh, makeup. when that day never comes. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, are you ready for our next story? Yeah, I'm ready for the next story.
1: Great. Very sad update. Bob Saget has died due to head trauma. His family confirms one month after he was found dead in an Orlando hotel. So we're getting a bit of news and update here. One month after the Full House star was found dead on January 9th at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando, Florida, his family confirmed in a statement to people that he died due to head trauma. They said the authorities have determined that Bob passed away from head trauma. They have concluded that he accidentally hit the back of his head on something, thought nothing of it and went to sleep.
0: No drugs or alcohol were involved. So I've actually been like really curious and and waiting for a follow up on Bob Saget because people had said it was a heart attack because there was immediately published that there was no foul play, no drug or alcohol abuse. And so where do we go from here? I assumed it was a heart attack. That's what I had read somewhere. Um, and this, like, closing the chapter and having this be the the cause of death is, like, not satiating at all, you know? It's, like, it's such a tragedy in the sense mm-hmm. that, like, it was so, like, these things happen all the time and people don't die.
1: Yeah, no, like, a terrible, terrible accident. Yeah. And it just, it breaks the heart to hear
0: that this is how he went. And it reminds me of Billy Mays. What happened to him again? He was on an airplane. If you guys don't know, the OG OxyClean guy, ever we all grew up. He was on an airplane, like, taking down an overhead and got hit in the head with one of the suitcases, thought nothing of it, went home, went to sleep, and never woke up. Oh, my God. Yeah. this is like, you have to be really careful when you bump your head, especially if it's, like, you think maybe you're fine, you have a headache. No, it's, like, that's, like, a really scary thing. And that's why they, remember when we were kids, like, you would hit your head, you couldn't go to bed for 30 minutes, like.
1: Yeah, of course. It's real. Yeah yeah damn this story is just so sad i mean so terrible still even it's been like a month and the outpouring of like love and just Bob bobsagged tributes like they keep coming in mm-hmm. and i hope now just having a cause of death like gives his family some peace
0: but still it's like i just feel like this is not the, the cause of death that brings peace it's like oh like so could have avoided this like if only this right. happened. yeah exactly so sad and his wife just keeps posting like really cute videos of them and it's just like it's like it's one of the worst stories ever. Yeah. Agreed. So just wishing his family like love and I hope this brings him some sort of closure.
1: Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Some make happy news.
0: If it's happy news, it's brought to you by Bolin Branch. It is. No one wants to cut corners on what's important, and few things matter more than a good night's rest. Bull and Branch's signature sheets feel so soft and light, you'll forget you're not actually sleeping on a cloud, and, if they're, and they're sustainably made for uncompromising quality from field to factory. So I don't know if you guys can see behind me. My entire bed is Bull and Branch. I made the decision to go Bull and Branch over a year ago, and I never looked back. Their sheets are the softest organic sheets on the market. They get better with every wash, and comfort isn't their only standard. All of their products are a hundred percent made of sustainable, raw materials. And as the first Fair Trade Commission manufacturer of linen, you can feel as good about your bowl and brand sheets as they feel against your skin. So the product that I have is this signature hemmed Sheets from Bolin Branch, it's their bestseller. They're buttery soft, organic cotton in a classic sateen weave for sheets that get softer over time. My favorite part is that they're not too hot or too cold. It's the perfect year-round sheets for most sleepers, and they focus on quality over quantity. There's no inflated thread counts here because more isn't always better. They come in beautiful colors in all sizes, from twin up to California king, and they're made to a higher standard. There's nothing worse than a fitted sheet that doesn't fit. So Bolin Branch offers 17 inch deep fitted sheets and labeled sides to help you make your bed beautifully every time remember I told you I was having like this journey with me and Ben waking up every morning and our fitted sheet was like in a ball at the bottom of the bed yes so the bowl and Branch fitted sheets are just like, they feel custom. It's such a game changer. That doesn't happen anymore. And it was so annoying. We like couldn't figure it out. Um, they also give you a fair price and a 30-day risk-free trial with free shipping and returns. Experience the best sheets you've ever felt at bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use the promo code TOAST at checkout. That's BowlinBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code TOAST. Love it sounds so good to get into bed right now you're just speaking I love to- bed you guys know <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're speaking to me okay our next story some exciting news Snoop Dogg is thrilled to be the owner of Death Row Records the label that launched his career that is so exciting the 50 year old rap icon Wait. purchased. is
0: hmm. I also read something about Snoop Dogg today oh okay so let's do this and then you'll want to share yeah, he was sued for alleged uh, sexual assault and battery. So I just figured we should give a full picture of what's going on with Snoop Dogg. Of Snoop Dogg's day today. Okay.
1: The 50 year old rap it's icon purchased Death Row Records from recording and music publishing company MR- MNRK Music Group, which is funded by the investment for Blackstone. The company's announced in release on Wednesday. Quote, I'm thrilled and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and culturally significant Death Row Records brand, which has immense untapped future value, he said in the release. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was part of at the beginning of my career and is one of the founding members. So that's pretty cool to like have joined a music label when you're starting up and have so much success that you eventually purchase it.
0: You know, that's like us buying AOL.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: No, that's cool. But there is more news with um, Snoop Dogg today. So please share a woman alleges that Snoop Dogg and his associate Bishop Don Magic Juan sexually assaulted her after a show in 2013 Snoop Dogg denies the claim. So he's being sued for alleged sexual assault of a woman in Anaheim, California in 2013. TMZ's reporting and documents are viewed by Pitchfork, Pitchfork to confirm the woman who's an actor, model and dancer identified as Jane Doe says that she attended a Snoop Dogg concert on May of 29th of that year. And in the lawsuit, Jane Doe alleges that Snoop Dogg's associate Bishop Don Magic Juan took her to his home against her will and the following morning removed his penis from his pants, quote, and forced his penis into her mouth. The next day, according to the lawsuit, Juan allegedly took Doe, Jane Doe, to Snoop Dogg's studio, where Snoop Dogg is said to have cornered her in a bathroom stall and forced her into oral sex. Snoop Dogg allegedly, quote, proceeded to masturbate and ejaculate on Jane Doe's upper chest and lower neck. Jane Doe is suing Snoop Dogg for a violation of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act for sexual battery and for sexual assault. In addition to Snoop Dogg and Bishop Don Magic Juan, the lawsuit names the defendants the company's uh, Gerber & Co., The Broadest Collection, Casa Verde Capital, and Mary Jane Events. Snoop Dogg has denied Jane Doe's claims. Pitchfork has emailed his representatives for comments. So, I mean, he's also scheduled to be in the Super Bowl this weekend. Oh my God, so yeah. I'm curious if... Um, Everyone's going to, you know, walk the walk when they talk the talk about, you know, Me Too and Time's Up and stuff. Right. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. That is wild. Yeah, that is wild. I thought that was the story you were bringing up and I was like, oh,
1: (laughs) never mind. No, I I had seen, like, so much news about, like, how just monumental it is that he's buying this record company that he um, started, started, got his start
0: at. But. No, I mean, that would have been a nice story if it weren't for the other story I saw, I think, this morning. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's a really kind of graphic story that she tells. So, um, very curious to see what, if anything, happens. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, wow.
1: Um... And how it affects the Super Bowl this weekend, which I forgot was this weekend.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't watch. I have a show. And I really do, like, love the Super Bowl just because, like, I love the commercials and I love the food. Um, But we're going to be having fun in Boston drinking spritzes. So, like, I guess it's okay. That is okay,
1: And we're not going to be able to recap the Super Bowl.
0: (gasps) Oh, my God. That's really sad. Like,
1: that's so us, you know? I know. Like, how will you guys know who won the Super Bowl if we don't do the toast on Monday morning? I don't know. Damn. Who do you think it's going to be? Who's it against? Rams versus Bengals. We're rooting for the Bengals. For the Bengals, but but I think it's going to
0: be the Rams. That's what I said, too. And also, you know, ever since we were, like, just – we were talking about, like, nice things that, you know – with things we've heard about different players. But, of course, every player has a story and a journey. And when we were talking about the Rams and all these different teams, I got so many messages about different – Players on both teams. So both teams are filled with really good people. Who want to win. But there actually is a crazy story. About the the quarterback for the Rams. So he and his wife have like been together since college. You're so cute, Kelly. She's a podcaster.
1: Yes. I, I meant to bring this up because you kind of slammed him the last time we talked I about didn't him. I did
0: slam him. I don't know
1: him. You slammed him like incredibly. You went hard what against Matthew say? Stafford. I don't know. I forget. But it was like, just... and I forgot in that moment that he is married to Kelly and she has a podcast and they live in um, hills, yeah. And she likes apparently spills like so much like fun tea about life there, and people just love them. And um that's and a I point believe, in, that's a point in the Rams column.
0: I know and I believe she went through like a really difficult time with a brain tumor and they were just like the beacon of hope for each other. So I think he is like, you know, that guy, and I think they are that couple for a reason. Okay, so either way. We all win. We all win.
1: I agree. We you all LA, win. We
0: all win because Jackson Mahomes is not at the Super Bowl. <laughs> and neither is Austin. Not, well, you never know. Austin could show up. It is LA. Maybe they'll take Snoop Dogg out of the halftime show and put in Austin. <laughs> Perhaps. I don't even want to know what it's like on the ground in LA this weekend, like trying to get to tickets. Like every thirst monster on the planet running. No, but- Even at,
1: like, the restaurants, clubs, et cetera, like, if everyone is in L.A. this weekend, like, the traffic.
0: The traffic. Yikes. Yikes. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? I am. And I'm not going to sing today. I've sung two days in a row. I think it's enough. Don't push your luck.
1: Don't push my my voice. You have to sing tomorrow. The final story. I'm preparing an arrangement of sorts. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, this fifth and final story is, like, really –
0: it's pretty disturbing. Patrick Hmm. Wilson, who we love, Morning Glory. I will not. I I heard this story. This (laughs) man has been, like, one of my celebrity crushes for years. Until now. And now the thought of coming close to him makes me want to puke.
1: Patrick Wilson is shocking the world with his canine confession. He says, quote, I've eaten dog poop. (laughs)
0: I feel like he ex- like said this and expected people to be like, oh yeah, that happened to me one time too. Like it's it's a dog owner thing, and everyone's just like, get the fuck away from me.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, he thought it was like toast secret, and yeah. it's not like that. We're, We're all all like, like, no, you know,
0: you know when people like. They like confess something like, you know, like, I kind of like the smell of my own farts. And a couple other people are like, yeah, me too. It's like a human thing. I think he thought that's what was going to happen here. And absolutely nobody corroborated his story.
1: No, it's like that scene in Mean Girls where they're all admitting stuff and they all catch each other. And mm-hmm. then like you go a, a hair too far yep. and you fall on your back. And that's Patrick Wilson. Yeah. So he was interviewed by Empire Magazine. And they asked him, um, what's the worst thing you've put in your mouth? And he said, quote, it's probably dog shit. <laughs> I'm sure in my quest to pick up dog crap that I've licked the bag to open the bag and then it's on my hand and I have dog shit in there too. And then when asked about his least favorite smell, he also brought up his beloved canines. He said, you're talking to a guy that spends a good portion of the week cleaning up dog shit in his yard, but I'm sort of immune to that now. Hmm, okay. I mean, a lot of people have a lot of dogs. It seems as though he has three dogs and... I and just, they managed
0: to raise those dogs all their lives without ever eating their duty.
1: Yeah, or even, like, thinking about, like, did I accidentally eat duty? No. Ooh, this sends like, a chill down my spine. Also, the idea of, like, licking your finger to open the bag. Like, I'll stand I there never. for five minutes. It takes forever to mm-hmm. open that bag. I have time. I have time. Today I have the time. It never even occurred to me to lick
0: it. That is so... <laughs> twisted and disgusting (laughs) and i'm gonna ask the question i think i know the answer but like does anyone relate to this has anyone experienced something similar or are we just are we the outliers here because this is twisted it is so twisted um
1: shit it reminds me of that scene in succession sort of when cousin greg is taking like snacks from the office in a poop bag and tom is like it's a poop bag. And it's like, well, it's a bag for poop, but it's not like there's no poop in it yet.
0: But, but there still, might be.
1: It's meant for poop. Plus, don't the manufacturers put like poop chemicals on it so that, you know, to conceal the Do smell? They? They're not just like well, I guess there's there could be some bags that are scented, some that are just
0: like okay, plastic bags. I guess. But like if I was feeling really sick, like I was gonna vomit. And I had to either vomit in my hands or open up one of Theo's duty bags and vomit in it. Like I think I'd vomit in my hands. Of course. Yeah, duty bags are just reserved for duty.
1: Wait, duty bags with a duty in it or not?
0: No. Oh, oh, oh. without a duty in it, I would rather vomit in duty. To me, it's just not a plastic bag. I can't explain it. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. Me neither. This is a lot of duty combo. We always take it back to duty. And I mean, I'm all for celebrities like being authentic and upfront and honest. But I do feel like there is a line. And I do. I want to say I think that Patrick Wilson crossed the line. I think so, too. And I don't know if you can uncross a line.
1: And especially because this isn't a man who makes news a lot. Like, he's in some big right. movies. He's it's a not real, like,
0: like, he's a Judy Greer. Like, he's in everything, but, like, no one really knows him. He's in it, like, for the,
1: he's, a, like, an actor. He's not a celebrity, really. So it's yeah. not like we see headlines about him every day that'll wash us down the news cycle. Like, this is going to be the top of his Google search for a while, and it's going to be the thing that people associate with him. Like, I didn't know anything about this man's personal life until this, and now it's the only thing that I know. And I wish I could yeah. know it.
0: And that's something he's going to have to live with, the consequences
1: of his actions. Yeah. I guess uh, considering, like, no one's ever really, like, cared so much, I, I, I'm I, sure he's shocked that this is getting so much
0: So play. embarrassing. Yeah. Beyond.
1: Well, those are the Fast Five stories. I feel as though you needed to know them. And now we can launch into our TV recap because uh, Real Houses of Orange County was on last night.
0: Pretty good episode. I'm looking forward to your thoughts. Yes, the TV recap is brought to you by Movement Watches. Valentine's Day is already around the corner and we know that finding the right gift can be stressful. That's why our friends over at Movement Watches have already done the hard work for you with a huge site-wide sale. Movement is a Valentine's Day favorite with timeless watches, 18 karat fine jewelry pieces, and special edition styles like rare ceramic watches and bracelets. You can save on these gifts right now. Just choose a watch and a matching accessory and get an immediate 20% off your order, plus free shipping and returns always. Enjoy a stress-free Valentine's Day by curating the perfect watch and accessory for a special discount all in one. And done Gifting made easy Shop 20% off With free shipping And free returns By going to Movement.com Slash toast Go to Movement.com Slash toast For your most Stress free Valentine's Day Gift yet And movement Is spelled MVMT So it's MVMT.com Slash toast For the 20% off With free shipping And free returns Movement Style shouldn't Break the bank Join the movement Okay Uh Real houses Of Orange County We finished up In Mexico Noella was just Like on one I couldn't even Like look her She was being So annoying Um, And when the women get back to Newark, there's a bunch of like really cute activities. And I thought that the night on Shannon's boat and the hibachi like looked like such a fabulous get together.
1: No, it looked so nice. I was sad that Gina wasn't there because that was like what the evening needed. And I'm sure she was like busy or something, but her absence was the boat boat wasn't that big. I don't actually don't think she could have been invited. But. I guess, but then couldn't. I guess Shannon wanted to invite Heather because, like, they need to, you know, move forward in their relationship. And Emily and Shane, when I saw Shannon open the door for Emily
0: and Shane and, like, Shannon and Shane hugged, I was like, How do these people know each other? I thought the same thing. And if you look, Shannon didn't even like fully put her arm around Shane. She like hovered over his back with her hand. I thought this is so weird. I thought the same thing. I was like, what do these two
1: people talk about? I don't think that they do. But no, the evening was so beautiful. Like activities wise, it was beautifully planned. It was hysterical, like the boat and Shannon being, Mm -hmm. you know, the coxswain. And then they had hibachi, which I know is like your dream. But I also thought the conversation at the table was just like good, deep, meaningful conversations where adult. People are sh- adult like people are sharing people are being open it's like not surface level and I was just like this sounds like this is you know goal like 40 something year old goals, goals to have an evening like that of like you know good
0: f- fun good food and good convo I completely agree I also thought I feel like every time I see Terry and Heather like out of their comfort zone like not at their house on their terms I just feel like awkward I can't explain it
1: it's like a dog walking on its hind legs. On its and hind it's like, legs, it's you like you just a never out of know. School, you never know how they're going to behave. And even when she like came on the boat, and like I was like, "What is she going to drink from this boat?" And there was champagne. I was like, Phew, "Okay, we're covered." Thank like God. I agree, it's very funny to see them out of their element because they, you know,
0: everything is so controlled with them. With them. Yeah. And also, I think part of the reason why she didn't invite Gina is because and we talk about this next week. Like, it's clear that Shannon is like very threatened by Heather's relationship with Gina. And like when she finds out they're going to New York together next week, she like starts to cry at lunch. Um, So I I have to assume that was like some sort of reasoning.
1: Yeah I love Heather's friendship with Gina and I understand what she's saying about it's just like easy to get along with her and I feel like people feel that way about other people and the issue with housewives is so often you don't feel that and you're like trying to like force these connections that aren't there but when two people just hit it off and you don't have to like question whatever what someone is saying like every single thing that they say it's like are you saying this to hurt me like what is your motive it's just like nice to click with someone and not have to like constantly look over your shoulder.
0: I also love that they went back to The Quiet Woman and they referenced the evening. The owner was like, we'll get you a paper plate. Like, that is a gorgeous bistro. I would love to go.
1: Yeah. No, the food sounded so good. Like, the muscles with whatever sauce.
0: I'll have a heaping pile of those as well. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, a fun evening. Noella obviously had to ruin it just, like, by being herself, um, which was sad. But, like, I don't know. She's just, like, really bothering me. And... I'm having a hard time, like, giving her my sympathies, you know? Like, in Housewives, if someone's going through a really hard time, like, you really feel like we gave Shannon a pass for a while. Teresa gets a pass all the time. Um, And I don't know. Like, she's just so not making herself sympathetic
1: yeah no I I don't have sympathy first of all those women got you know sympathy because like we knew them before we went Mm -hmm. through this with them and we wanted to see them come out the other side like we don't know Noella from Adam so for you to show up with all of this baggage and the way that she's handling so much of it is just so deranged even the thing with like the stack of vaginas which was just so bizarre so Emily says Jen told us you got a stack of vaginas for your wedding and Noella is like, why doesn't Jen talk about her own life? First of all, that's all she's. Why'd you tell and Jen she's that? Like, and it's not like it's something that you told Jen in confidence because you guys like aren't even friends. And she, I, I didn't think it was weird that Jen shared that with the other girls. That's like not got. It, it didn't sound like a secret. The two of you don't have secrets. You're not even close. So like, if if it's something that you right. can tell Jen, then it's something that Emily and Shannon can know. And then when Shannon's like, how does it make you feel that Jen told us this? It's like, what are you Reaching. producer p- producer plant? literally it was too heavy-handed and also the stack of vaginas thing was just like
0: so like, bizarre it's just, like, Not funny like i don't know i just find nothing noella does to be like funny or quirky or like cute i just i'm not buying whatever it is that noella is selling and she's just really starting to annoy me yeah no she's been annoying me and she continues to but her looks are just top tier looks the glam the hair everything it's it's top housewife glam it really is and even when she's like not in glam she's always perfection. Sorry. It's it is yeah. it's true. It's 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 a beautiful thing to be. It behold. counts for a lot. It does. And then the weirdest part and kind of the climax was of the episode was after, you know, Jen got some good wedding advice, marriage advice from Heather, she decided to ambush her husband on camera. Um and I think like the fact that he they didn't maybe he did say it and it wasn't aired, but the fact that like no mention of the camera. Obviously, makes Ryan look like a prick. But I think they this is probably a conversation they really need to have as a couple. And having it on camera for the first time is no place to do it.
1: Not at all. And I actually felt like in the beginning when she sat down with him, like he was kind of being a team player she was like you say this but i need you to say more than that like like tell me more about how my day was good and productive and he like sat there like a child like trying to answer the question correctly and like he
0: he and i didn't think he was being facetious i think he was just like doing as he was told he was being like he was obeying
1: yeah yeah and then I think he got to his wits end. He's like, "I'm not doing this on camera because it's it's pretty awkward." And also, like, I when Jen describes their situation to Heather, I get it, and I get that they're neither of them feel appreciated. They've both made sacrifices. They're both envious of the sac- like what the other has. She wants to be home more. Like he wants to be out more, etc. But then when she sat him down and like tried to explain the issues to him, I was like, "This feels like a reach." But, you know, yeah, she- I
0: just didn't see she wasn't aligning the problems she told Heather to the problem she told Ryan. Which is it? Like, do you not feel appreciated or do you guys just have like a dynamic you need to work out? Because that's what you told Heather.
1: I think it's like this. It's like she doesn't feel appreciated, so she tells Ryan she doesn't feel appreciated, and he says, "I appreciate you." And then she's she just doesn't like feel it. And like, you know what I mean? It's like you yeah. can say all the right things, but it's just like they're they're not connected. And so yeah. and that's not something that's going to be achieved on camera on camera and also like i felt a little bit you know like with the like she might have been a little tipsy and the conversation was just going fucking nowhere
0: i just like wasn't rooting for her when up until recently i didn't love her in the beginning but with every episode i'm like you know she's growing on me she's like actually smart and i like her relationship with heather and then like she sat down with her husband and i'm like shut up like i just (laughs) i just wasn't rooting for her at all and especially after last week when she was crying in the gym and like
1: I was crying in the gym. I was so here for her. I was ready for her to come home and talk to Ryan and put him in his place. But then, like, I'm neither Team Jen nor Ryan. So it was very confusing to me to feel, like, so sympathetic
0: towards her and then be like, wait, why are we crying again? Agreed. And she continued that, like, chaotic, messy nature on Watch What Happens Live last night.
1: I had to call you immediately because I just watched the first few minutes um, just Same. to see what she was about and to see how she like came off on Watch What Happens Live. Because ever since Larsa, I just realized it's such a great audition. I could fall in love with a mm-hmm. housewife. And I was so physically uncomfortable with my cringe mm-hmm. that I had to call you. And, like, it was – I don't think I watched more than five minutes. But Same. it was so painful. Painful.
0: She was just, like mm. – speaking gibberish. Like, Andy would ask her <laughs> a question and she was just like, she was saying English words <laughs> but they did not have any meaning. Like, they were just like, la- li- blah, la- blah, la- Like, what? Because <laughs> no. Andy's question was valid. Like, how much of your argument with your husband had to do with the fact that he didn't want to do it on camera, not that he didn't want to do it at all. And she's like, well, bleep, blah, do that, da- de- da- do that, de- da- do that, da- 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 do that, do that, da- do do that, do. So I was like, what? <laughs>
1: I didn't even make it to that question. The only questions I heard were, why is his name Ryan when it's Ryan? And oh, and she you
0: know was like, what her answer was? <laughs> this was?
1: This was literally her answer. She's like, when I met him, his name was Ryan. Then he told me his name was Ryan. And we would meet other people and he would say Ryan. And I was like, where is the egg? What? Like so, what doesn't answer the question? What the fuck is his name? Right, and then the other question that was asked was about the stack of vaginas,
0: and it was clear Ooh, that she, um, she was trying to be funny. That's what she was, was trying was to be funny,
1: and that she hadn't watched the episode because she was like, "Well, what does that even look like?" Which is what we were all wondering until right. we saw the fucking picture, and she was like,
0: "Is it horizontal? Is it vertical?" And it's like watch the episode oh i didn't think that maybe she hadn't seen the episode because yeah like i was curious yeah what's a stack of vaginas look like too and then i saw the picture i'm like oh look there's a stack of vaginas so i had no more questions after that about what it looked like and she was like is it like side 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 like stack 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 or like a card a deck of cards like you shuffle the vagina like she was just not being funny like and it was bothering me and i did turn it off right after that also when she this is when I I literally turned it off when she was like, Is it like this, this, this? That's like, when I called you. Yeah, and that's when I had just turned it off and went to bed. <laughs> I'm literally dying. So she and, it was just not a good week for Dr. Jen.
1: No, it really wasn't. And I don't think the episode like got much better at all. Also Afterwards. um, I wanted to say one more thing, Oh, which was when Noella was like to Gina, like, I'm wearing my leopard, like, jersey. And Gina in her confessional was like, I'm not from Jersey. <laughs> I'm not from Jersey. Yeah, no, like, that was like, rude.
0: It was very rude. It's like, you literally don't you listen to listen to me. Leopard is like a really unique pattern. And when someone's like, I'm wearing leopard for you, that's like, it, it can be insulting. It can Because not be everyone a- can pull off leopard.
1: No, and it just depends on the person. Really, Like some people are just like animal print people. I actually would think that like – Lisa Rinna. Yeah. She loves leopard. Yep, Even I feel like Heather Dubrow likes leopard. I've actually never worn leopard in my life, I don't think. I'm not a leopard girly, but you can't be everything, you know? No, you can't. And you already are so many things. I'm so many things. I'm like so pliny, like this, that. I can't also be like animal
0: prints. So what did you think of the gills at age?
1: Oh, my God. It's so just stunning. And I'm really enjoying it. Still has the community theater theatrics happening a little bit like with the staging, but it's okay. They'll they'll find their groove. Also, I feel like some of the sets like they're just so big. They're a little bit like um, cavernous. You know, it's not like an intimate. It's not like the kitchen at Downton where we're like all cozy up. It's like a big fake kitchen. But I think that's also like the sign of the times. They were building these enormous, like huge cavernous homes and that's how it felt. So I'm loving the show. I'm loving the cast of characters. I mean the plot twist with the um Morrises and the fame. Yeah, was just really crazy. If only like Mr.
0: Fane is very handsome.
1: I know, and then I didn't even realize that like that their wives her. are so different in age
0: that like they have different aged husbands. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't realize that either because he was really young. I thought he was someone's secretary. Me too. I was like, "Who's handsome here?" Yeah, he's up and coming. <laughs> yeah, is it her son? Maybe. Um. So obviously, Mr. Russell was gonna save those guys, right? The alderman. I think he was going to make a deal with them. Yeah, because. Also,
1: does he even—was he was that always his plan to, like, push them to the edge so that they came to the table? Embarrass
0: them, like, the way that they embarrassed him and his wife. Yeah. An eye for an eye, bitch. Or if he took this all the way, like, does he have a bigger plan? Well, if he took it all the way, owning all the shares that he bought while the company was down, like, he would then be, like, a—he would be a publicly owned company where he owns a majority of the—like, he would be a billion beyond billionaire, right? Yeah, but not if there's no station. So right. he,
1: like, didn't need the aldermen to come around. Yeah. Um, So it was, like, sad the way that it ended up, especially considering he's, like, going to have mercy on them. Or is he? I don't know. Next week I think kind he, is looks- I think
0: he is. But, like, is the town – like, they – so they are now in a position of power, the Russells. But when everyone finds out that Mr. Morris committed suicide because of Mr. Russell, like, are they going to hate the Russells and then they're going to be outcasts again? Or are people going to fear them and then respect them, you know?
1: Yeah. I imagine it's a little bit of both because still, like, the Fanes and all those other men, like – they do need, need Russell to come around, so I I don't know how far they'll push him out. Yeah,
0: um. Girl across the street, Marion Brooke. She's a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, oh, I, like her. I do like, I do like the dynamics inside her home, like with her aunts, and I just find it all very interesting. But she herself, I'm like, shut up! Like she's just annoying me. Oh, I think she's
1: cute. I agree. I love the aunties and like to see that aunt agnes is mm-hmm. you know because she's so like looking annoying out. and mean but she's also clearly like looking out and it's like who is the dowager countess in this show i don't know yet it also could be mrs astor who was like here for um mr russell sort
0: uh causing a scene at the bazaar no one is the dowager yet i i have yet to meet anyone who's even remotely funny
1: no, me too. Or, or just as wise, like everything you say is like on point. I think Agnes is mm. like completely. She's way too uh in the past.
0: Yeah. See, the Dowager was actually she's very like, wrong about thinking. a lot of stuff. Even- no, but she was like stubborn. Yeah, Agnes is wrong about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I agree. And the thing with the Dowager, yeah. is she was always right. And even though everyone thought she was like so old and conservative, she was a forward thinker. Yeah,
1: no, and she had like it was a blend of both. She it, she wasn't just like yeah. dogmatic and just chose the old way just because.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's crazy. There's only three episodes, so I, I like it. I do. It definitely it grows on you. I hate watching episode by episode, but the episodes at least are long enough. It's like watching a movie.
1: Definitely, and Brew loves pumpkin. I can't even tell you. Has Theo said anything about him? Yeah, he said. Rip, rip, it's just so Let's stinking cute. What's crazy is that, if you think about it, this show and the show 1883 take place in the literal same exact time. And, like, they're so different.
0: Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Because New York was a bustling
1: metropolis. And, like, they're going out west. But it's like, look at how they're living and look at how they're living.
0: That's true. Wow, you're such a history girly.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy that we're getting, like, these American history shows at the exact same time. Yeah.
0: Um, when it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours. Okay, well, that's really all I have to say today. Um, I'm wearing so much makeup. It's starting to itch. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I keep you're going to like, gonna futzing. It- if
0: you're watching on YouTube, I've been futzing with my face the whole fucking episode. It's so itchy. But I have an event to go to tonight for everyone who's coming to the Spritz Society X Locks Club event. Um, should I leave my makeup on? It's t- It'll be 12 hours. I'm thinking maybe just taking my skin off and keeping my eyes. That's
1: a good idea, but definitely leave some of it on, if not all of it, because you look so stunning, and you're going to a party. And Thank you. I'm
0: just so itchy; like I'm dying to scratch my face. Okay, take
1: off your face. Take off your face. You do a nice face anyway. Maybe
0: that is the nicest thing you've ever said. So tomorrow is your final episode. It is, and I just feel like we should wait till tomorrow to talk about it. Like you know, like let's not talk about no, sad but- things.
1: No, I know, but whenever it's like the final day, I actually like, forget to talk about it. So it's like because I was thinking about it this morning, I was like better to share today as opposed to tomorrow when like I'll that. literally forget and then and then I won't say I'll never have like acknowledged the space that we were in. That I understand. That I do. Like I'm I was just feeling it more today than
0: I probably will be tomorrow. Is all. I understand now. I understand now. The reason okay. for the season. Um, Well, that's our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow for... Friday, Friday, it's Jackie's last Friday. Goodbye. Bye. Love ya.